0: the park rush podcast this is a thing park podcast i'm tom joining me as ever is josh hello there hello there josh how's it going very good thank you yourself. not too bad not long now josh until i head back to florida but you've given yourself a taste of it this morning by hanging out or at least walking by a pack of rabid harry potter fans in a long line
1: yeah absolutely correct um just went to the blue water shop shopping center to pick up some hot chocolate of all things and uh there's a there's a queue round the block for the lego shop
0: they're more like lego bricks really though aren't they blocks is more of a duplo thing is that yeah it? duplo blocks yeah Right. So you should have said round the brick, really, but I'll let you off. Obviously, it's... Well, I say obviously. I think most sane people probably don't know this, but yesterday, the 1st of September, as far as I can tell, is sort of the May the 4th of Harry Potter. It's kind of a day, the day in the year that Harry Potter nerds have embraced as their own. The the back-to-school day. The back-to-school day, yeah. I don't know if people have seen these videos of loads of Harry Potter fans at King's Cross waiting for an announcement about the Hogwarts Express and they put the Hogwarts Express up on one of the boards and uh, yeah I'd imagine the Lego store was getting in on some of that action I, I don't know if that there's that set that they announced a little while ago which is Gringotts but to me anyway it's basically just the Gringotts ride at Universal because it's got a little it bit does, of oh yeah. A little bit of the coaster track or the tr- the mine train track underneath. I don't know. Maybe that's out th- this weekend too. I guess that would make sense. I'm a, I'm not really across it. It's, it's a bit out of my Lego budget, really. Yeah,
1: I'll tell you what uh, has been shipped though this week, Tom. My Walt Disney camera. It's coming this
0: week, I guess. Oh, that's exciting! Is that yeah. the
1: most you've spent on Lego? BD ones was probably the same. It's about the same price, maybe slightly cheaper, but yeah, so probably.
0: Right, interesting. Yeah. yeah, if people haven't seen that, it's pretty cool. It's like a retro film camera made of Lego with a little Walt Disney inside it and some like Disney film reel and stuff. It's for the hundredth anniversary. Anyway, we have got some ThingPot news to talk about this week, which is nice. I mean a lot of the coverage this week on various pop blogs and whatnot has been of Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. People have been previewing those mazes. Obviously, I will be going myself in the not too distant future. So we will save any coverage of that uh, for for when I go. And uh, we did talk a little bit about Horror Nights last week with friend of the show, Pastor John Self, who came on to preview some of the uh, food and beverage options we are expecting at Horror Nights this year. So do go and take a listen back to that if you missed it uh so we'll stick with the bog standard thing part news this week we will start though with universal and some changes at the rip ride rocket at universal studios florida so this coast has been there a while now right like what 15 years maybe and it's not got a great reputation it was very unreliable for the first few years Uh, i think it's mostly ironed out on that front but it is kind of a a bit of a rough ride but it's kind of usp is that you pick the soundtrack on the ride of course so you 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 get on you, you pull the restraint across you and it's got that little touch screen on it and you used to be able to pick from i guess it must have been a few dozen songs across various categories
1: well yeah it was like four or five songs per category
0: so like 18 to 20 maybe right yeah what was your uh, go-to
1: i went for uh beastie boys i think at oh, one point sabotage um, sabotage and then i got a song off of the
0: secret menu once as well Ooh. i can't remember which one yeah yeah i i went i think last year was the first time i had managed to get into the secret menu i think i went with vertigo uh, by u2 which was felt fitting for, for a roller coaster yes that is a that is a strong choice. Yeah, we don't really talk anymore around here about the fact that we were once duped into spending, Christ alive, must have been $60, $70 on the On Ride DVD from Rip Ride Rocket. <laughs> and because we picked my, uh, I guess, my my ride, my version of, of the On Ride video, it, it used my song that I had picked on that occasion, which was That's the Way uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it, which was just like on loop it. for the entirety of the DVD. Uh, God, I, I'm frankly ashamed of the fact that we ended up buying that. It's it's kind of mad. Uh, we would never do something like that now. I don't know what came over us. It's just farcical. It's a, it's a bold, bold choice. mm but, uh yeah, uh, anyway, the news is that they are ripping out all the songs other than the secret songs, so the hidden menu is still, is still there as far as I'm aware. But the, uh, the main selection ha- ha- has been replaced. You've now just got five songs to choose from. So you no longer pick a bunch of songs from various categories. You have now just got these five to choose. So we've got Humble. By Kendrick Lamar, Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain, Sandstorm by Darude, Waterloo by Abba, and Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Any of those tickle your fancy, Josh? Uh,
1: Darude's Sandstorm straight away stands out as the winner here for me. Right, uh, all day, every day. I don't, <laughs> I don't even, I don't feel like the other songs really hit the vibes that I want from this ride
0: what what are those vibes? what vibes do you want ah my back my neck make it stop <laughs> it like they're not thrilling enough for me hmm um
1: waterloo might Waterloo's probably the closest
0: really but wel-
1: welcome to the black parade well, it's just its upbeat isn't it up waterloo uh. black parade feels quite dire really
0: yeah. Yeah, Um, maybe that suggests the ride is like on death's road do you think uh, yes maybe maybe. (laughs) sort of just this melancholy song yeah Uh, I mean if it was up to me given that obviously Universal has to license the recordings uh, for this ride would it not be more straightforward and frankly I think I would prefer it if they just put movie soundtracks on it just let me have the Back to the Future theme or something like that Oh, God, yeah. I think that's the future would be so good. I I would quite happily go for that, to to be honest. I mean, presumably, by cutting the track list so dramatically, they are saving money, right? You would have to assume. Do you think it's a sign that this ride is not long for this world or maybe a a, a re-theme of some description is perhaps in order uh, or or a complete teardown?
1: A re-theme would be good, I think. A re-theme... Uh, I, the, I don't know I like the ride I just feel like it needs something more it needs a bit more oomph and actually and I think you know this This article's from Theme Park Insider and uh, Robert Niles says it as well but Fast and Furious man shut down that nonsense around the corner throw Fast and Furious on this Retheme the whole thing do it right put something good in the uh
0: current Fast and Furious supercharged location. Oh, interesting idea. So, of course, they are building a brand new Fast and Furious roller coaster in Hollywood. I think we spoke previously about whether or not there would ever be potential for that if it was good and successful to come over to Florida. But I suppose if there's a roller coaster already here that perhaps could be repurposed into a Fast and the Furious attraction, maybe that would be the more economical thing to do. And then, as you say... Uh, replace supercharged with with something else. Yeah, that could I could yeah. maybe go for that. I mean, would you would would you still allow for the custom soundtrack? Would you have like a selection of Fast and the Furious tracks to choose from, or would you go straight for um, the obvious? Uh, I'm blanking on what the song is actually called, but the one from the end of Fast Seven. <laughs> uh, see you again. See you again. Yeah. I think uh,
1: I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd want that song. That song is probably the one I want least. Oh.
0: Um Something from Tokyo Drift.
1: Yes, just give me the Give me a Tokyo Drift themed ride. Mm. They won't do
0: it, but no cowards.
1: What a what a vibe that soundtrack is! It's so good. Yeah, oh, it's so good. They got the guy who did the theme tune to do
0: the Formula One theme tune. <laughs> I mean, I know Universal Studios and Universal Music Group are different before people shout at me, but Taylor Swift is a Universal Music T-Spizzle. Group uh, artist. Why don't they just make it T- a Tay-Tay ride? ride? Have you seen these crazy wow. stats about the Taylor Swift era's concert, like the film version of that, as not quite broken all records? I think it's like. It's made the second most from early pre-sales of any film release ever apart from Endgame. <laughs> it's like total insanity.
1: Yeah, I guess that would be that if like the Beatles were now, it's like it's the modern day equivalent of the Beatles, right? I would imagine the if if Beatles had the technology we have today back then, then they would have had similar, they would be doing similar numbers.
0: Yeah, I... I... But, I feel like there are enough bangers on there, you know, f- throughout her uh, catalog to sustain and support a, a rip ride rocket track selection. Even if you had to stick to five, there are more than enough on there, right, to choose from. Yes. Well, just what would
1: be your I'd, what would be your choice? Well, I personally, as long I wouldn't really care super much as long as every time I got on the ride, I had Idris Elba going, <laughs> "We can go riding on in my scooter." Yeah. Yeah, just get give me that every time I get on the ride, and I'll be like, whatever song you want. Yeah, I don't care.
0: I'm um, I'm here for it. Big fan. That's a very good idea. Uh, and you know, and then you could argue that it's a Tate Fast and the Furious crossover because, of course, he has been part of that particular cultural yes. behemoth as well. Absolutely. So there we go. F and F across TS. Yeah, yeah. She turns. How many more Fast and the Furious films are they going to do? How much, how much time have they got to crowbar? I
1: don't, I don't know. Does do you reckon Vin Diesel gets along with Tate?
0: That's the That's the real question here. He doesn't seem to get on with anybody, to be honest. Does he? Apart from his family. Apart from his family, yeah, family, uh, family. Yeah, could Taylor Swift join the family? Uh, she's done um, a bit the of rocks backing, isn't right? she? So... Yeah. The Rock is back, that's true. Spoilers, I guess, but The Rock is coming back for the next Fast and the Furious film. Uh, Although I think the last one didn't do very well by the standards of the franchise, so... Oh, thank God. uh, Yeah, maybe... I mean, I assume they will still finish it off, having got The Rock back. Haven't
1: they got two parts left to finish? I think they have, yeah.
0: They have made made the final instalment three parts, which seems frankly unnecessary, but anyway... Uh, it's not going anywhere, I don't think. But, yeah, Fast and the Furious. So Fast and the Furious. Rip Ride Rocket. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Updated track list. That is active as of now. As I say, all the secret songs are still there, though. So um, if you know how to access those. What is it? You hold down on the logo on the touchscreen, and then a little little keypad comes up, and then you, you type yeah. in the, the relevant number for the song that you want. There's a list. Yeah. Uh, there's a list. You can find it. Just Google it, and there's like... loads of other songs there so I think I
1: might have done Night on Board
0: Mountain when I went oh solid solid yeah yeah Yeah. cool Uh, they should do like they should do bespoke Halloween playlists as well no for sort of horror nights like give me the last of us 100% yeah
1: why why are they not doing that Mm. like that's probably the thing they should do is is recycle the songs a bit more Mm. yeah or at least have a slot that changes and then you have like a Halloween section at Halloween, like in the Christmas section at Christmas.
0: Yeah, I mean that's I really miss a trick uh, here. It's it's a dirty strategy, but this kind of scarcity um that you often see now and, it, and it's often sort of deliberate scarcity when it comes to things like merch and stuff, right? Just to kind of encourage people to keep coming back and 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 have opportunities to to do different things every time. Um, you know, yeah. you could maybe introduce that to ride Rocket just to keep it feeling a little fresh. Yeah, you know, sort of cycle the songs a little more regularly. But I, I think this is the first time they've completely changed the soundtrack since it opened. So it, it's it always seemed like the kind of ride that you would want to update relatively regularly with kind of the hits of the day. And they've never done that. So.
1: Um, yeah, so- I guess because they don't own if like if they owned UMG, if that was the same company, mm. then I think you would probably get that more because it could but obviously now they they have to go out and you know, actually go out and license all these songs in a properly official way. There's no like, oh yeah, we're just signing this for paperwork reasons. You know, have to actually go out, pay someone, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Whereas if they still ha if UMG and uh, the parks were the same company. Then it would be a lot easier for them to just swap those songs out regularly. They would. They would probably have signed a contract where they are, are allowed to swap those songs out regularly.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, I've got a few weeks to decide what my first Rip Ride Rocket song of this year will be. I'll keep you posted. Right. Let's cross over <laughs> to. <parade> uh... <laughs> Uh, let's cross over to Walt Disney World, then the other major Florida resort, of course, and uh, something new at Epcot that it seems like I will be able to experience in a few weeks. Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. Uh, this is a new walkthrough attraction. It forms part of the major redevelopment of uh, the Future World part of Epcot. that has been going on for a really long time now. It was very much a construction site when I was there last spring. <laughs> Uh, But this is almost done. Uh, They're doing cast previews in the first week of September. So as of recording, those may well have have just started. And one assumes that it will open uh, to the public uh, probably before the end of this month so yeah i mean they describe it as kind of an interactive walkthrough there's not a ton of interactive elements going on from what i can see and most of the interactive elements are water based but it's not like a um curious george goes to town kind of situation where kids are going to go in there to get absolutely drenched in the hot florida sun it's far more kind of quaint and and orderly than that yes but no i i like it josh i i i've I think this looks really nice. I mean, one of my favourite things about Epcot last year was the fact that I was there for the Flower and Garden Festival and you had all those great topiaries dotted around the park. It would be nice to have um, kind of a a permanent home to showcase the fantastic Disney gardeners and the work that they do because um, those topiaries always look great and as I say there'll be some in here all year round
1: um yeah this looks really good um I was listening to the Disney Dish podcast the other week uh they've said how this is going to be a queued walkthrough attraction ah oh. so it'll probably work but it's like it's not just a straight through you know one path corridor shooter style walkthrough <laughs> that's probably not the right term is it for a theme park um See, it's kind of like there are branching paths, so it'll probably be like a one in one out system in a sense, mm. just to keep the numbers down, so people can interact with it properly, rather than it just being packed full of people.
0: That that's kind of a shame to hear. I didn't actually know that. I, I was kind of hoping it would be a kind of more at your own pace and almost like a garden, really, that that anyone could just kind of.
1: Well, I don't think anyone's, like, forcing you through the attractions. I was like, right, come on, go, 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 go. But it's like, certainly when it first opens, it's the new attraction, so people are going to be going to it, and lots of people are going to go to it, so they're trying to limit that so that people can get a decent experience of (laughs) the attraction rather than it just being packed full of people.
0: Yeah, sure. Um,
1: I think as time goes on and people uh, migrate away from it as being a new attraction, uh, they'll probably lessen that so that... It becomes more freely just a walk for attraction.
0: Mm, yeah, I, I hope that's the case because you know I think back on some of the really nice uh, kind of garden areas at some of the European parks that we went to last summer. Europa Park in particular, but also Efteling. Um, obviously, it was of a, a much bigger scale than something like this, but the fairy tale forest walk-through at Efteling. Um, I think we spoke at the time how fantastic it would be to have like a Disney version of that. And obviously this yeah. is just limited to one film. It was never going to be something of that size, but something akin to that is kind of what I was hoping for from this perhaps. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I hope it's not too kind of regimented, but I guess we'll see. And like you say, uh, you know, once the kind of hype has died down and and kind of the, the, the new car smell, if you like, has has uh, has gone maybe it will become something that you can enjoy a little bit more casually uh, and a little bit more in a little bit more of a relaxed way but yeah i definitely think that'll be how it becomes yeah i mean the the reinvention of future world kind of continues i mean it, it's nice because i think the front of epcot has always i mean deliberately i know but has felt a little bit imposing a little bit uh a little bit 1984 in some ways. I mean, I, I, Epcot was always kind of seen as this like optimistic vision of the future. But I don't know, when I'd been in there in the past, I mean, last year was the first time I'd given Epcot a really fair shake and I did really enjoy it. But I've never, on the times I've been to Epcot, I've never really loved the front of the park. I've always found it to be a little bit oppressive almost. So <laughs> introducing a bit more green. I think is, is nice. So I'm, I'm looking forward to checking this out. And I and I like Moana. So, you know, a bit of Moana music while I'm walking around in the sunshine. Uh, I will enjoy that, I'm sure. I can't, can't go wrong. Indeed. Yeah, I
1: think you're right. That front front area of the park was very kind of aggressive, certainly with the, where they got rid of the water features out the front when you just walk through the uh, gates um, and they replaced it with those big uh, rock, work, um, you know, I don't know what you call them, like granite pieces with all the names on them. Mm. When they replaced them and put those in, it became even more like grey and oppressive. So obviously they're gone now, they've they've uh, re-imagined that front area and it's far more inviting and far more like how it used to be when the park first opened and, and kind of how they first envisioned it and I think it's much better for it and once this whole area gets finished,
0: I think it'll look really good. Josh, I've got it. Put your welcome on Rip Ride Rocket. Oh yes, please. Right, it's sung by the yep. Rock, so it totally fits. It's it's thematically yep. appropriate. Do the deal. Do, do the deal. Do the deal. Yeah.
1: You've already got a you've already got a superhero deal going yeah. on. Just,
0: just just do another deal. Exactly, exactly. Everyone's a winner. Right. Finally. Now, I, I mean, I've not been to this park, uh, i.e. OG Disneyland, but this sounds really cool to me and it's making me a little bit jealous of someone who, of course, uh, gravitates towards Florida. Uh, but they are planning some big changes for Haunted Mansion uh, for next year, or I guess more accurately, the kind of area around Haunted Mansion. And this is kind of a rising tide lifts all boats situation because it's basically thanks to Tiana's bio-adventure. So with Splash Mountain becoming Tiana's bio-adventure, they are using that as an opportunity. And and in this particular part, these two rides are uh, in close proximity to one another. So they're using that as an excuse to kind of renovate the area surrounding Haunted Mansion as well. So you're going to get a new gift shop themed to Madame Leota, which is going to occupy the space that was previously used for Splash Mountain's fast pass and extended queue area. So... That's cool. Um, And they're also going to extend the queue a little bit for the Haunted Mansion, um, which will mean more theming and and more decorative elements around the queue as well. So they're adding a little sort of garden area with a water fountain and a gazebo and some new little statues and things like that. So that's cool. Uh, And then they're also going to be a bit bit more operational, I guess, but they're also going to be adding a new um, exit, to the ride itself um, a lift so that guests with disabilities can more easily get out of the ride so this all sounds really good cool. and um the gift shop and the expanded queue in particular halton mansion has always been a fantastic source of inspiration for merch i mean i love the uh phantom manor uh wall art that i got at disneyland paris last christmas uh, that has taken pride of place on my wall and looks terrific. I love all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, the concept art looks really great, especially the gift shop and the Madame Leota gift shop. So, there you go. Have you got any Haunted yeah, Mansion the, merch, Josh? Got your Lego, I guess.
1: Not, yeah, I got my Lego, but not strictly Haunted Mansion. Um, no, but obviously this park... Uh, OG Disneyland has a very different vibe Haunted Mansion to the Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom. Mm. Magic Kingdom is a much more macabre outside exterior. Um, it's kind of more gothic and menacing looking at, from the outside as well, the actual house. Whereas Disneyland, they've gone for a much more uh, nicer looking outside, more um, lived in expo- uh, you know, exterior Um New Orleans style obviously um, so adding all of this like greenery and things like that if you don't know you haven't been to Disneyland actually makes a lot of sense at Disneyland compared to obviously Magic Kingdom which is much more macabre as I say
0: yeah definitely uh, no sign of them adding Jared Leto though Josh so thank god what is even the point of all of this uh, there we <laughs> go
1: Jared Leto doing Mickey Mouse
0: uh it- Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, how would Jared Leto method act Mickey Mouse if he was cast oh. in the role? Would how, how, you just insist on walking around in nothing but red boxes and yellow shoes? Yeah, and he'd do the walk where his el- his fists, come up to like his chin. <laughs> just constantly elbowing people as he walks down the street. Yeah. Uh, well, there we go. There we go. Uh, I, I'm a fan of of what Disney. Uh, have shown so far of this kind of reimagining of the outside of of Haunted Mansion uh, and, and, a, and a nice make good after that terrible, terrible film. Uh, which, which we watch so you don't have to. And We did record a podcast yes. about it as well. So you can go listen to that if you like. Please don't watch it. No, Listen to the
1: podcast, but don't watch
0: the film yeah exactly or if you insist on watching the film listen to the podcast as well use it as a sort of director's commentary if you like yeah might, or a crutch might, to might ta- get you through it yeah yeah it might be the best way to do it right well those are uh, this week's stories that we picked out to talk about thank you very much for listening as ever to the Park Rush podcast we will be back next week uh, with a regular episode I guess it would be but then the following week could well be a Chessington trip report, Josh. We are Ooh. hoping to potentially go to Chessington as of recording in just over a week's time to check out all that new Jumanji stuff. That would be fine. I haven't been to Chessington oh, yeah. since I was a, a wee lad. So my memory of it is hazy to say the least.
1: I haven't been to Chessington for a
0: couple of months. <laughs> Poor you. But yeah, uh, well, um, if we do end up going, we'll, of course, document our day there on, I guess, threads. It will be the first Park Rush threads theme park day out uh, rather yeah. than rather than on X, so, as we must now call it. And maybe we'll do a vlog as well. We have not done a Park Crush vlog for a, for a while. I think maybe Disneyland Paris was the last time we did a Park Rush vlog. I mean, to be fair... We have not been to a thing but together since Disneyland Paris. So I guess there hasn't really been an opportunity to do a Park Rush vlog. Uh, We have done we've done some decent trip reports this year, but but never together. So, uh, yeah, we'll be hitting up Chessington is the plan. And then, as I say, this is also Florida month. So um, should be an exciting six weeks or so for Park Rush content both here on the podcast feed, but also on all the socials and on the YouTube channel. You can find all of it at links.parkrush.com. If you want to get in touch with the show, then the best way to do that is to email podcast at parkrush.com. Once again, thanks for listening. Stay safe and take it easy out there. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. See ya.